0: And welcome to Roll It, a movie podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan, and with me, as always, is Ty Lore. What's you and Ty?
1: What's going on, man?
0: Not much. I'm pretty stoked we're doing this movie. We are doing. (laughs) At least one of us is. (laughs) We are doing The Tree of Life, the 2011 film, directed by Terrence Malick, starring Brad Pitt, Sean Penn, Jessica Chastain, and Hunter McCracken.
1: So buckle up, folks.
0: Ryan so <laughs>
1: Ryan, why don't you shoot us with this summary here?
0: No, I want you oh. to tell me what you think about this movie first. Uh
1: what do I think about this movie? <laughs> well, we were talking right before we started recording um that you kinda you might have oversold it to me just a hair. Uh R- Ryan said that this was like a spiritual experience, him watching this movie. And um, you know, no shame there was some tears shed, right, Ryan.
0: Right. Yeah. On my end, there was, yeah.
1: on your end there was, um, I was mostly confused throughout the entire thing. <laughs> I don't know if it's because I am one of those people who just needs like dialogue to carry me through a storyline. I'd like to think that I'm not and like a more sophisticated in art than that. But, uh, this movie makes me really question that I was writing down the things that I like about the movie. Um, and that's a lot of things. And then I went to write down the things I don't like. And that's not a lot of things. So it's going to be weird whenever I say overall, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I keep going back and forth. And I've thought about this all day. I watched the movie last night. And last night I texted you and I was like, I don't think I would ever watch that movie again. And I thought about the movie. It's pretty much been the only thing I've thought about from last night till today. And I'm like, maybe... I would have a better understanding if I watched it again, but I I also don't want to do that. It was very artistically filmed, and um, yeah. I mean, I feel like I I don't just want to trash it because it's not like a movie to trash. It's like very tastefully done. It just wasn't in my back. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So I want to hone in on the one thing you said. You About said you crying. No, well, we'll get to that. Um, You said, this movie makes me question. Yeah, you were saying uh, you'd like to think you're more sophisticated than that or whatever a movie tastes or you could appreciate that. You said, this movie makes me question that. And I propose that that's the whole point of this movie. Not to question your artistic taste or whatever, but to make you ask questions and to make you question life and to make you search for answers uh, what of what life means? What's why we're here, and like why we suffer? Why we're what path to take in life? Oh, this! I love this movie so much. This is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like Are you I told you to when I up right now, I I almost am. It's <laughs> getting to me. Uh when I suggested we do this movie, I told you like, oh my god, this movie was a spiritual experience for me. I cried for like. 60 to 70 percent of this movie, uh, and then watching it again, I didn't know if it'd like wear off, you know, at, on another viewing, mm-hmm. but no, it hit me just as hard. I was crying within the first two minutes of this movie, and the first two hold on,
1: time out, time out. You were crying within <laughs> the first two minutes
0: when she gets that letter that their son died. Oh man, yeah, it's like, have to watch
1: more than two minutes in to even know what we, we need to get. We need, well, to, we need to, I didn't. E-
0: it was because I knew what was happening, like I knew what was gonna happen, and like ah, I don't know, man. It just hit me, like when she calls him on the phone and like he can't hear anything, and then it like that was goes the, silent, I, but he's still like, shouting. That was
1: like a one of the best shots of the movie. I'll that tell you what, that when got he's me. on the phone,
0: and then he keeps like bending over because he can't, he doesn't know what to do. Oh. Well, all right. Before we get into this any farther. <laughs> I,
1: like, I I don't want to come off like I'm dissing it. It's just, I feel like... No, I... I feel like you I, you have... Uh, you like that space of constant questioning where I like a little guidance in movies. And I think that's what differentiates us.
0: I get that. No, I totally understand that. And I don't have a problem with you not liking this movie as much as I do or not liking it very much at all. Uh... Like I told you, on on Letterboxd, the one movie app I have, there was a user that was reviewing this film, and he said, uh, I think his username was Daniel M. or something like that. But he said, I'm convinced that there's a Malik gene. And some people have it, and some people don't. And the people that have it are moved to tears and to new experiences through his films and the ones that don't are just like okay i guess that was two hours of nice shots (laughs) and i'm pretty sure we come exactly in those terms you know yeah no
1: i think i think both of us fit that review to a (laughs) t because
0: like i watch this and i'm like how can nobody how can somebody like not just be moved so much by this movie and then you're like you text me like 20 minutes in, you're like What's going on? I don't get it yeah I was <laughs> and
1: <laughs> I was confused for you started crying two minutes in I started getting more confused <laughs> two minutes in and <laughs> in the in the cuts to like the really awesome nature shots just amplified that confusion
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that when there's that like soft voiceover and uh over top of the universe expanding yeah that that was confusing the first time, but I knew it was significant. <laughs> you know You can feel that it's significant I think that's the whole Purpose of this movie Is like every shot You're like This is definitely significant Like you just feel it's Meaning it. I, I, At least I do I Anyway Let's get into the summary, And then we'll We'll get into things farther
1: I feel like the only way You can be more confused Is if you just started Listening to this podcast Without ever l- Watching the movie And you're just more confused <laughs> yeah. That we're so confused right now Or that I am at least Yeah Alright. Yeah. Alright, hit us with the summary. That's
0: guy. I'm gonna try to do a summary, but like as we alluded <laughs> to earlier, this is this is not a movie that has a, a plot. Yeah. Really? So this is a vague summary. So Mrs. O'Brien received a letter about the death of her son, and she and her husband grieve. In present day, a grown son of the O'Brien's, Jack, navigates his daily life. He wanders into nature uh confusedly and soon the beginning of the universe is played out moving into the various stages of life on earth and ending with a meteor strike in the 1950s in texas we see a young mr and mrs o'brien fall in love have a child followed by two other children and raise the family the boys play and grow up together under the loving nature of their mother and the strictness of their father, with the eldest Jack rebelling again and again. A grown-up Jack is still wandering through nature, finding a beach with the loved ones from his past, and finding peace at the end of the movie. End of movie. You sure? I I guess. (laughs) I don't know. Are you sure he finds peace? I think so. I think that's pretty evident at the end. He comes to his brother that died. He carries him to his parents. And him and his dad are walking side by side. And it seems like he forgives his dad. He puts his arm on him. And it seems like he's like found love and peace and grace. But I don't know. That's my reading of the end. Hmm. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Um.
1: Dang, this is kind of making me want to watch the movie again.
0: <laughs> I feel like this is... This, I have a lot of movies like this where it's like I want to talk about it a lot but I don't necessarily want to watch it again yeah. even though this one I do want to watch again like I'd watch this all the time but like I feel like this might be that for you is yeah it's fun to talk about but like when you're watching you're like mm, I don't really enjoy it
1: yeah I, and the thing is it's like I don't like I, I really did enjoy all the camera work and shots and stuff and that like really intrigued me how um that was I think one of my favorite things about this movie is like how like it's kind of shot in like that voyeur-esque kind of feel, you know, you feel like you are a fly on the wall kind of thing, you know? Um, and it kind of, at the same time, it kind of has that like home video feel, like not home video, like feel in a sense of uh first person or anything like that. But the, uh, you can tell that it's mostly handheld stuff.
0: Yeah. The way, the way he has the camera move. Yeah. There's no steady shots in the whole movie. No,
1: and I love the it.
0: The camera's always moving and bobbing up and down, but it's so graceful the way it moves.
1: And it makes I, sense. Like, every movement almost makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. And that was, like, one of the things that really stood out to me in this movie uh, was just, like, the camera work. The camera work was phenomenal, and it was, like, really fun to watch that part. But yeah, like you said before, the movie doesn't really have a plot. Like, sure, uh, you know, you have a boy going, struggling with the day to day life of like growing up in a 1950s kind of household with some of the struggles that obviously they were like under, and having a father who didn't really understand, um, or I guess felt like he didn't understand. I don't know. I was so confused by that relationship.
0: <laughs> I see. I love that. This is one of the things I wanted to get into. Oh, well, we're here, is, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> is that relationship? This movie shows that it's real, right? People, pe- yeah. People aren't black and white, right? Like I'm, like a less talented filmmaker and a less, a lesser film wouldn't have shown the shots of him playing with his kids. With flashlights in their bedroom and them wrestling with him, and those shots like that. Right. You know, and them climbing on top of him when he's walking around. Right. Uh, when his character, Brad Pitt's character, is shown as being like the strict dad who his kids are afraid of him.
1: Yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm.
0: and it very easily could have just been those shots oh yeah of for sure his kids always being mad at him and afraid of him and him yelling at them at the dinner table to whatever put their napkins in their lap or say yes father and not dad or something stuff like that yeah and but this he makes a point to show that there is love in that relationship too at the same time even if th- when the kids don't feel like it's there he shows it. And same with the, to a lesser extent, the mother. Uh, right. uh, it's pretty much all love that she shows to her kids. But uh, there's that one part where uh, Jack yells at her because I can't, I can't remember what point in the movie this was, but this is when, he yells th- at her because Jack she and his
1: brother um, were babies, I think.
0: Well, no, she yells at him then. For throwing something. Right. Which is, uh, that shows, you know, that she wasn't always just loving, which even though that was out of love, but that he yells at her, uh, he's like, well, this is, uh, he wouldn't be so much like this if you didn't let him walk all over you or something like that. And like, he sees her flaws too. Yeah. Uh, even though. And I guess that's why
1: I I meant like, it's like a very like, like voyeur kind of thing you know you feel like you get the like the scope of it
0: you feel like their characters are fully developed even though there's not really there's zero a story character that
1: they're char- well i mean there's i don't want to say there's, there's z- no
0: character de- <laughs> there's very little character development but the characters are developed if you know what i mean there's not a character development in the terms of like this character went through this Uh, act and then they learn something because of it right it's more so like they're it's he's fleshing out their character
1: yeah yeah and i mean i don't it's kind of weird to say that there's not any character development because uh you saw some like with jack growing up
0: yeah jack definitely does
1: yeah but i mean to say that jack doesn't like his mom and father don't would be wrong too because Even from the beginning shot where she calls him after she got the letter um about the son dying. Like
0: and the Wow, this movie's so weird, man. (laughs) So Well she calls Brad Pitt, not 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 Jack.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I that's what I'm saying. Um For the record, Brad Pitt doesn't play Brad Pitt in the movie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Mr. O'Brien.
1: Uh call him father. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Call him, Father, yeah, um,
1: no, but I get oh, man, wow, yeah, so I guess I guess what I'm saying is the movie gives you enough to put the character development in your head, like you do the character development, and you just get the bits and pieces, and your brain kind of fills in the rest,
0: yeah, 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 I like that, I think I uh, think that's
1: a fair way to describe how how you kind of deeply understand the characters. If you deeply understand them. They're they're very complicated yet the movie's very simple. And this whole thing is just a big contradiction, Ryan.
0: <laughs> Dang it. That's why it's a good movie. Uh, it is good. I
1: know. And it like it, it makes your head like hurt to really like dive into it and think a lot about it because it's very simple but it's very complex. And that's,
0: yeah, because it doesn't give you the answers. It wants you to come up with your own answers and there's to life. Yeah. So the one, the big, I want to get into the the biggest, I wouldn't, I don't know what the biggest, but the one right off the bat, the theme that sets off. All right. So, so she starts off with that, with the quote that is uh, talking about nature and grace. And she says, the nuns taught us that there are two ways through life, the way of nature and the way of grace. You have to choose which one you'll follow. Grace doesn't try to please itself. Accepts being slighted, forgotten, disliked. Accepts insult and injuries. Nature only wants to please itself. Get others to please it too. Likes to lord it over them, to have it its own way. It it finds reasons to be unhappy when all the world is shining around it. And love is smiling through all things. So... Uh, the clear comparison is she is, she represents grace and Brad Pitt, (laughs) Mr. (laughs) O'Brien represents (laughs) father represents nature because he wants to have things his own way. He's very strict with the children and wants them to, uh, do things how he wants them to be done, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas she doesn't try to please herself. She accepts being slighted, forgotten and disliked by, uh, Mr O'Brien uh accept his insults and injuries. Uh exactly what she described in the quote. And uh he can't accept it's uh she says it finds reasons to be unhappy when all the world is shining around it, and he's always frustrated even though when things are going well. Why? Uh
1: I, I, that's, I think that's well, like the one thing that I mean, <laughs> well, because they the you're supposed to think about it, and I guess that's why.
0: <laughs> and I think that's – it's just his – the way he is. I think that's, like, that's the path he chose. And that's – and once you choose that path, that's the way you are, I guess. I don't know. Or if that's just
1: – I think he might be – I think he might be, like, a disgraced musician, right? Like, well, one that's, that never yeah, made he's it he's disappointed because
0: he couldn't make it, and he right. wants his kids to do something with their lives. And that's what – he goes on about, like, uh, patents. That means uh, –
1: you ha- you own an idea.
0: What you own an you own an idea and that's yours and etc uh, etc cetera, et cetera. and he's going on about all that and those shots in the courtroom and uh, he wants to he wants to control things and he wants to make his life great and I think he comes to terms with that. That's why I like there's a one part. It's near the end of like the main sequence. Ah, uh, when. He's talking to Jack when he's still young, and he's like, "I wanted to do great things, but I didn't uh, but you what how I can't remember how he phrases it he's like, "But you boys are the greatest you are, you boys are the only thing I've ever achieved, and that's all I ever need to achieve or something like that where it seemed like he was accepting. That he has done great things and he's not a disappointment because he's made good sons and et cetera, et cetera.
1: Right. But he has to vocalize that for kinda of himself to believe it.
0: And that is yeah. one
1: interesting thing about this whole movie. Like I, I, I mean, there's so little dialogue, but every word kind of matters.
0: Oh, for sure. You know?
1: Um And I think that was cool. Am I turning am I flip flopping right now? I feel <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I think
0: you'll have to watch walk- You'll have to watch it again to find out. Oh man! <laughs> no, that's I. I just love how it. It's very simple in the characters, but to bring this all this point to a close, i just like people are complicated, and it's impossible to pigeonhole people into one area. Everybody's struggling with different aspects about themselves, and. Just like, I mean, Jack is the epitome. He does that. There's that voiceover with young Jack, and he says, he whispers, uh, and he's like, Father, Mother, always you wrestle inside me. And, like, that just shows, like, everybody's wrestling with different parts of their being that's always going to be there, and they're trying to find the best way to uh, make that work with their inner conscience, their inner personality. Yeah. And I just I just love the way Malik puts that through very little dialogue and just like the shots of Jack struggling, rebelling and loving his brothers and rebelling and it just shows that he's always struggling in himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for sure. that people that he's like the epitome of people are complicated that's shown in his both of his parents as well. Yeah.
1: I love. I loved like in his prayers when he was like, "Please help me not to lie." Mm-hmm. Uh, then he goes through, later because he's later. aware
0: of his problem exactly.
1: And I mean, like later yeah. on, then he's like asking God to like kill his dad.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> uh, did you think? Speaking of that, when he was when his dad was working on the underneath the car. The first time I watched this, I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. I thought he was gonna like rip the fu- rip the jack out. Well yeah,
1: I was I, I didn't know. I thought there was a build up somewhere. Like I well, there was That's- many build ups, but I thought there was a payoff somewhere.
0: <laughs> there never was. No,
1: the payoff's in your
0: brain. <laughs> exactly, Ty. Exactly. I'm getting it now. No, when he he like puts his hand on the jack, and I'm like, yeah. oh no. And then he just like, walks away and I was like, whew. Made me nervous. <laughs> started, my hands started sweating. Uh, <laughs> so uh even if you don't feel a spiritual experience watching this, this is definitely a spiritual and religious movie. Like for sure. Yeah. Uh no oh, yeah. The,
1: I mean it start it starts off with a Bible verse.
0: I mean yeah, the opening quote is Job. It was uh starts out with Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? While the morning stars sang together, all the sons of God shouted for joy so it starts with a quote from job there's the preacher in the middle section mm-hmm. doing the uh there's quite there's a, good, the,
1: there's a good amount of uh shots in a in a church
0: yeah and then he's talking about job yeah. in that in his uh in the service there and he's saying stuff doesn't always make sense you can't protect yourself or your children no matter how good you are how good they are uh bad bad things uh come and i mean we see this and deaths throughout the movie and death all that kind of stuff yeah the 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 uh one son dies yeah right and then there's a kid at the pool that dies oh oh right 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 and then they go to the funeral yep 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 you're right
1: uh, i kind of forgot about that one
0: yeah, I mean it's an easy one to forget.
1: Yeah. Uh well it was just because but, it was like I mean I guess it was Jack's friend.
0: I th- I don't even know if that's true. I think it was just like traumatizing to the kids to see somebody die at that yeah. age. You know? Yeah. When Job comes up that kind of brings up the problem of evil. Like why bad things happen to good people and why bad why evil exists on earth if there's this uh if god is all powerful and all good how can he let evil exist right and i think this is an interesting look at it cs lewis i think it was in 194 yeah 1940 he wrote the problem of pain and it was a book it was a book about theodicy which is uh trying to justify God's existence with evil in the world if he's a good and all-powerful God Mm -hmm. so he points out that uh we can't see the big picture of what God has we aren't capable of even seeing that that what he has planned you know right and As well as God is so much wiser than us, we can't even fathom his reasons for doing things. And I think that is in this movie is with the uh, origin of the universe and then going throughout all existence and all of life, the origin of life and going through, uh, we just see how insignificantly small we are. And I think that's why that's there is like we have no idea how small we are and we can't fathom the nature of the universe and uh all these machinations around us yeah and that we just have to acknowledge that we can't see that and uh kind of accept that there will be pain in the world and that's that's not necessarily our fault, although you could say it's due to original sin and like this Christian uh, theology. But individually, it's not our fault, and that we just will never be able to understand it. Right. So I think that's kind of the view Malik takes on this theodicy is that uh, for how God permits evil to exist. <laughs> Uh, like, all the all those death and bad things that befall and that's good defi- people.
1: And that's definitely, like, running in the background of, like, <laughs> Jack's mind. You know what I mean? He fights, yeah. he fights, like, those, like, I feel like the scale between good and bad tips so often for him throughout this whole entire movie. Um, and I wanted to say this when you brought it up a little bit earlier, but the scene where, uh, you know, he's going through that little, like, rebellious scene or rebellious stage, and the scene where he's, like, breaking into that house Yeah. Oh man, like that was shot. Like every, I I just love the entire like that whole entire sequence was like awesome. Like the way it was shot. And then it immediately
0: cuts to him freaking out. Yep. Like that's just such a good cut.
1: It's like it it builds up anxiety and then it immediately cuts to showing it, and I love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, no, and that's. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. (laughs) I'm changing. I'm changing.
1: I was. I was gonna say going back to this. you know we've we've quoted a little bit from Job, which is in the movie, obviously, and then we've like dived into a little bit to the theology. I I don't like while this movie is obviously like spiritual and religious in any sense of like the word, really. Um, it's not like overpowering in that sense either.
0: No, you don't have to. You don't have to find that in it.
1: Right. Right.
0: There's there's definitely like. And I think that's interesting because
1: it's, it's, it's not easy for move. You know what I mean? It's not an easy thing for, because in movies, especially in dramas, you go so hard one way, right? Like the evil is evil. And it's like, in this, in this case, it's, it's not like, you know, Jack becomes an arsonist and starts burning down like churches or anything. You know, it's like they (laughs) break windows to a shed and break into a house and, like, the rebellious stage is always countered by that, like, freak out of being a kid, you know? And I think the only, like, feedback from the parents was uh, when his mom was just like, you promise you won't do it again?
0: Yeah, when that he let the, when he set that frog up in the bottle rocket. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Did um, he go all the way to space? <laughs> to the moon? To the moon, that's what uh, he says. To yeah. the Yeah. Uh those kids accents get me. Um how can how yes. can there be less than 300
1: words of dialogue and I still mess up a quote?
0: <laughs> um so there's speaking of Job and like questioning God. The I I saw a parallel. I don't know if this is there, but I saw this. I'm making this up, but I kind I I see it. So I saw Mrs. O'Brien as a Jesus figure and Mr. O'Brien as a God as you know God the Father, because like in the in the New Testament, Jesus is like Jesus is all loving uh, and she even she's like love, uh, forgive all things when she's you know uh, in the one part, she's saying that. and she works through grace and just like Jesus in the New Testament, but it, the like God of God the Father who is prominent in the old Testament is, is definitely loving and looks out for the uh, Israelites. But at the same time, it isn't afraid to be uh, a very judgmental and wrathful God. Right. You know, and we even see he
1: uh, like, he is that fire and brimstone.
0: Exactly. So like, that's why I, I, think That's real important that we see that like complicated character of Brad Pitt as being the loving dad, like with his children wrestling with him, right? But also, most of the time, he's the strict dad, uh, punishing his children. And I, like, <laughs> I don't know, this, I, I hey man, no, this, I,
1: I, like, I like where you're going with it. I'm, I'm, gonna no, and keep then there's running.
0: even the, there's even the, when there's like the real Little Jack and they're playing with the, uh, Noah's Ark. Yeah, like that's the epitome of God's wrath, wiping out uh, the sins of man. Yeah, uh, which oh, he's not. He's Go not president. He's not present in that scene. But I see as Jack being on the Ark, trying to avoid God's wrath. I don't know. I'm totally making this up.
1: No, I mean I think it makes sense. But like that's the point, right? It's like it it, it can fit. I mean. It's I, very subjective. It's super subjective, but um, it definitely fits that um, ideology though. I think if you look at it that way, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I really, I actually, yeah, yeah no, I, I like that. The more I'm thinking into the movie, the more I can kind of see little bits and pieces of that um, for sure. So because, yeah, that was it. Hey, look so,
0: at you, look at, <laughs> look at you, Ryan. Look at you. I try to and And <laughs> uh, so that goes, that goes kind of farther. Like i I find it interesting that a lot of the time when, like, Jack's talking, you know, in the voiceover, Mm -hmm. it sounds like what he's saying could be attributed to God or his dad when he's talking about him or about them or whatever.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, Even though, like, the one, it's pretty obvious, but he's like, uh, this is actually voiced over when they're wrestling, I think, and, like, everybody's smiling and they're... And Brad Pitt's having fun with them. Uh, he's like, "Why should we be good when he isn't?" Uh, he put he tells us not to put our elbows on the table when he puts his on it, mm-hmm. and uh, he tells us not to be mean to anybody, but he's mean to everybody, and uh, stuff like that. And it kind of like mirrors how like people who have been or think they've been like slighted by God or whatever. Right. Or like, who is God to do this to me? And like, why does he think that, or, you know, something, I don't know. No, I I don't know. I I I totally
1: get that. I was actually, I was thinking of that too, because there's this, um, there's this like constant, um, battle in Jack, right. Of, uh, understand or thinking he understands his dad and wanting nothing to do with him. You know what I mean? And I think everybody, yeah. uh, if, if we're going off like this, um, religious side of it, I think most people who subscribe to one faith have had that inner battle before, you know what I mean? Whether, whatever, whatever the circumstance might be that draws you away or thinks that, um, it's, you know, uh, hypocritical in ways and, and, and things of that nature, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. No, that, and this, that, uh. It brings me, it reminded me so much of, I don't know if you've ever read East of Eden by John Steinbeck. I have not. It's one of my favorite books, but there's, so the whole the whole book is uh, retellings of the Genes- Genesis story mm-hmm. and uh, uh, Cain and Abel and et cetera, et cetera. But anyway, it, it talks a lot about like, Uh, working through your inner struggles and like finding the right, a lot like this movie, working through your struggles and finding the correct way to go with your life. Mm -hmm. Uh, But anyway, there's a quote in there and it reminds me so much of like Jack talking about his father, like doing the things that he's not allowed to do. Why should he be able to, when he tells me not to. And the quote is uh, from East of Eden is when a child first catches adults out, when it first walks into his grave little head, that adults do not always have divine intelligence, that their judgments are not always wise, their thinking true, their sentences just, his world falls into panic desolation. The gods are fallen and all safety gone. And there is one sure thing about the fall of gods. They do not fall a little. They crash and shatter or sink deeply into the green muck. It is a tedious job to build them up again. They never quite shine, and the child's world is never quite whole again. Is an aching kind of growing. So I think that's exactly what Jack's struggling with, is he's seeing his parents. His parents aren't the gods that they were when he was little. Right. And uh, he sees the flaws in his mother as well as his father, and he's struggling to come to terms with that and finding a way to live his life in accordance with their rules and uh, maybe even God's rules. I don't know cause he's praying to God asking him for things. ah, uh, but knowing that things aren't, things aren't as simple as they seem or not as just as they should be.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really interesting. And I, and I think again, like that's, <laughs> that's part of the movie. Like, is that what it's saying directly? I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it makes sense. And it's, it's really like fun to think about. And, uh, yeah, this is like that's that's one of the cool things about this movie is that like it kind of can it, it leaves a good like it the groundwork for for you to plug in your uh, beliefs in any way or ideas of what struggle of life really is or the concept of life um it loosely it like leaves the it has the pieces there it's just like up to you to kind of construct them right because people could look at that too and and see it in a totally different opposite way yeah and i guess that's like yeah. a really cool thing about this movie too is that it is so subjective you know um yeah
0: yeah no i agree it's uh. it's
1: deep it's like this is so far one of the deepest movies we've done on this podcast for oh sure. yeah
0: and that would that makes it so much harder to even talk about because something uh, this uh, wide ranging and like subjective and i don't know it's hard to put into words something like this it really is it, yeah you it's something you feel and it's it's really hard to talk about uh, because i think it's so personal like a lot because of, you relate everything
1: that is happening to jack in one fashion or another to something in your life, right?
0: Yeah. I, this is like yeah. a very
1: intimate movie in, in a lot of ways.
0: And that's why it can be so touching, you know?
1: Right. And that's also uh, why it can be so dang confusing.
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 yeah, all those things. Hard to talk about, but, it, yeah, it's something you feel in your bones, I think. Yeah. Um, I found those, a couple other quotes that uh, make... <laughs> to make uh, Jack look like he's either that you can't tell if he's talking about his dad or about God um, or that's easy to interpret, interpret it as both. Um, He says, why should I be good if you aren't? Uh, And then he's, he actually says this to him. He says, it's your house. You can kick me out uh, whenever you want. want." Yep. Uh, So like I see both of those as like, if you're not good, God, why should I follow your rules? And then like, it's your, I'm on your land guy. You can kick me out whenever you want or something, you know, something it's, yeah, like it's that. kind of like, it's like taunting. It's, it. like, it's a, like, it's like, you it's know, it's being dismissive. A, of Yes.
1: Him. It's like, a, Hey, I'm here, but I don't need to be if you don't want me to be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like I'll leave whenever I want or, you know, something like that. You want to talk more about cinematography or? You yeah, good?
1: sure. Uh, let's bring it back around. So um, some, my, my favorite shots in this whole entire movie were the shadow shots. Uh, it was just really like, oh, well yeah. done. And because I feel like, I feel like the, it, throughout the entire movie, the use of light was just awesome. Um, it was really like the light just really played into everything. All this, sh- like the shots that stood out the most were, uh, the first, the, when the kids were playing, um, on the playground at the beginning, the, uh, the, those shadow shots were really awesome. Um, and then that kind of comes back through a couple more times throughout the movie. Yeah. I just, re- the camera work was just really awesome. I just really enjoyed it to be honest. You know? Yeah. I, I, I definitely, as much as this movie is like confusing and I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm going back and forth in my head. I'm having this like internal <laughs> battle with it right now. But I, I like I just like c- Jack. I know. I definitely see why people <laughs> like it. And there's a part of me that like really wants to like it, but I can definitely see why I was so confused. And just because like whenever I told you I was like, dude, I'm like I think I called you afterwards and I was like, "What the hell did I just watch?" <laughs> and you know, and yeah. that's you were just kind of like, "Yep." Like it's it's not um I don't know it's yeah it's it's so it's almost too subjective is there a word for that is there a word for like over (laughs) like extremes extremely subjective i guess that'd be the word used. uh probably (laughs) no but it's like i totally see why people like it and i think you have to look at it as more of a like sure it's a movie i guess but it's not (laughs) uh
0: it's more a series of photography or photographs and voiceovers yeah over the it's it's a lot like, Which like is the old saying. Literally is like, a
1: movie. You just described parts of a movie. You're like it's not a movie, it's just <laughs> Yeah. It's not a rifle, yeah, it's no. just a trigger, a barrel, um, a stock.
0: <laughs> no, but I mean like most time movies have dialogue. Yeah. I mean this this has like I like, technically very, it has dialogue, little. but like they don't very, very like the majority of the words spoken in this movie are voiceover. Yep. Yeah. And like, I think we talked about this in one of our Kubrick podcasts. But like, Kubrick, since he started out as a photographer, like, it's the old saying: it's like if you freeze hit or pause his movies at any point,
1: it's a great. It shot. should be
0: like a great shot. And that's how I feel about this. Yeah, like this movie. Like anytime you pause this movie, it's like, man, that's gorgeous. Yep.
1: Yeah, like it. Like the cinematography throughout this whole entire movie is awesome. Um. It's yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. I'm like, that's like, there's no question about that. I mean, like the acting was great. You know what I mean? I feel like that's cause it's so, um, so much of the story isn't there. So to act mm-hmm. in different ways and to portray years of life through a handful of scenes, uh, I think would be difficult. And I think they did yeah. a really good job of it. You know what I mean? Um, it's it's kind of like no. like it does really just let your mind kind of fill in the, the blanks. Um, oh, for
0: sure. Yeah, no the the act especially by those kids. Those yeah, kids are really good.
1: They're really good. Uh Yeah, I mean the only the only thing like if if you I think I went into this movie thinking that it was going to have more of um a plot it was going to have some sort of, it was going to have some sort of story. It does have a storyline. I don't want to say that. It was going to have some sort of like uh, finish. structure, structure, finish. It, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think I was expecting like classic things that you get out of a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's just like not what this is. And uh, it's, it's very confusing. But like, once you like, maybe I feel like this is like, this is like a good whiskey, you know? like tasting you're like why why do so many people like this Then you think on it for a little bit and you're like oh yeah i taste those hints of walnut or whatever i don't know i'm a, it's I'm an acquired very, taste yeah. is what you're saying yeah it, it it very much so is but it's kind of like it's, it's also a lot of fun to like think about and talk about too
0: yeah and i don't i don't know if it's i think it's an acquired taste but like i think there's a lot of people that just like would not like this movie
1: Oh, 100%. You know what I mean, yeah. as
0: well. Yeah. Like, a lot of people would be like, nope, I don't get anything out of this. It doesn't do anything for me. This is not a movie. It's a series of nice shots with some voiceover.
1: Yeah. I mean, the majority of the world, they only made $56 million.
0: <laughs> yeah, but this wasn't marketed that right. well. like, I mean, yeah, yeah
1: it, it came out in 2011, and I didn't even hear about it until this year. Yeah, but it has won uh, some awards, and it's yeah, won, it won... one of the most prestigious awards. So why don't you give us a little info on that?
0: Yeah, it won the uh, Palm de Or at Cannes. Uh, the Shrek, one, Shrek like... was also nominated, but not the same year. <laughs> D- different year, yeah, different year. But yeah, one because won it, because year. if it was actually... the
1: same year, no chance, no chance.
0: When it <laughs> when it uh, when it premiered at. Uh, uh, at con it was met with booze and applause from the get-go even like you know your your film snobs were divided on this it's which i easy thought was super interesting why. like it's it, this is one of those like you think like at con like
1: you know yeah you're going there to show a movie met, and you're like these are our people
0: <laughs> like i would have expected this to be met with applause and then like I would have hear, expected read,
1: if you, if I was. I mean, I'm by no means a film snob or like anywhere near. Oh no, proper.
0: we're definitely not film snobs. No, not
1: at all. We're just we're just two friends who like to talk about movies. But um, I, I I think it's funny because like if if we watched that movie premiere, I would I would be like, what? That was a waste of two and a half hours <laughs> of my life. And, and you I'd be, would be, and I'd be sobbing beside you, bawling. You'd be sobbing. Thinking over every single movement you've ever made in your whole entire life, so yeah, it's easy. It's like really easy to understand why um, it was met like that. I'm trying to think. Like, I I don't want to say I don't recommend this movie because I do because it's it's almost like it's like it's it kind of feels like it's a club, right? Like <laughs> you, <laughs> like. I don't want to recommend it to people, but I want people to know about it. Like I I want I want to be able to talk to it, talk about it with more people, but I don't want to be like, yeah, yeah, you should I wouldn't be the guy to say like you should really watch it.
0: Don't worry, I w- I'll be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is why we work so
1: well together, Ryan.
0: Like I think like I think everybody should watch this movie. Like cuz if there's that chance that you do, like I think it's totally worth it. But which maybe I don't know, maybe I'm biased. But like, it's two hours. Well, a little over two hours. But like, if you don't get that like spiritual experience, then you know you saw some nice shots. Ah, uh, you know what else threw me off? You said you- I would hope it'd be. Oh, go
1: ahead. Oh no, I'm sorry. Finish.
0: Oh, uh, I was just gonna say I'd hope it'd be vaguely worth it just to see how gorgeous it looks. But like, on the chance that you do get that like experience out of it, like that full body like spiritual experience and like crying all over the place then like it's worth it you know what i mean yeah to take that chance
1: i think what also added to my confusion is i thought it was going to be longer i thought um i had the extended cut and oh so yeah we should expecting... note that we
0: watched the uh theatrical yeah. cut which is like two right. fifteen somewhere around there yeah and the extended cut
1: is like 30 minutes or er, or <laughs> I... er, I it's haven't like seen it, but I longer. would it's guess like almost an hour longer.
0: Yeah, it's like three ten. Yeah, so I would ex- I would guess it'd be extremely indulgent. Uh, <laughs> but I've heard good things about that too, so I'd like to see that at some point. I'm not just to see going more to. And let... gorgeous shots. <laughs> I mean, so I... the next time I watch this, I'll probably watch the extended cut, but we'll see.
1: Um. Uh, so yeah, I was <laughs> expecting it to be longer. I, I was about two and a half hours through it, and credits rolled, which added to the confusion. I feel like, like Wait, that was what?
0: it? <laughs> no, it does end when they're walking on the beach and then you get the shots of like different nature and then it just like cuts to black and then it's like directed by uh Terrence Malik and you're like uh okay. But no, I think I think that last scene when they're walking on the beach and he like carries his little brother his child form little brother to his parents and he's like walking with his parents and then she his mom gives she's like talking to god or whatever and she's like i give my son to you and like it seems like every character kind of finds peace in that moment yeah i think that was like a good ending
1: yeah i can see that i mean (laughs) it was an ending (laughs) this whole movie is just like uh yeah i mean the more you look into it the more it makes sense for sure um i feel like over the course of this podcast i've been very critical on endings and uh yeah i don't know i don't want to be um i found the whole Uh, I, i found the whole movie extremely confusing very artistically done and great can i can i say that
0: so you think it's great but you didn't like it
1: i don't even want to say i didn't like it because if i don't like something i'm not going to watch it again and the more i think about this the more i want to watch it again
0: i get what you're saying i feel like i totally turned
1: throughout the course of this podcast
0: (laughs) i turned you i'm so and
1: i'm more confused now than ever before
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad I could help clear that up for you, Ty. I know you didn't clear oh. anything up; you
1: muddied the water. <laughs> I came into this knowing exactly how I felt about it. Now I have no idea how I feel about it. Uh, it's like it's a great it's a great movie. Can, yeah, that's
0: you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. If you want <laughs> something, if you want your water muddied, come to this podcast. <laughs> uh. Um. So I wanted to point out uh, just one one more little miscellaneous thing. The uh, The whole movie is miscellaneous things.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Don't act like you're introducing
0: something new right now. Uh, There's a a special effects supervisor. Uh, He did the special effects for 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is also one of my favorite films. And much like this, in the... uh, Vast nature of it and the sparse dialogue. I'd say that's a lot like 2001.
1: Yeah, it is. So actually, I, I really like 2001, and I feel like the ending of that was um more or less the same. I mean, like it didn't have. Yeah, uh, the ending
0: of that is is very much like very left, it's much kind like, of
1: left to your own thought.
0: Yeah, and you don't know the ending of that shows like how little we know. Like, like when all the colors are going in front of them and he's seeing all the shapes, and like the terrain through the different filters and stuff. It's like, he can't fathom what it looks like. You know what I mean? He can't fathom this, uh, these other, that's the life that the aliens are trying to show him. you know? So
1: that's the movie that like made me lay in bed, close my eyes and just think like, (laughs) is space just darkness forever? And like, it made me like, like, I, I don't think I could sleep for hours after that. And you just, Every once in a while, if you try to think of um, <laughs> Eternity, it's weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, no, that's what, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how to even talk about it. But like, that's what I think <laughs> both of those movies, this one and 2001, do so well. Is, like They give that frame of vastness in the universe. Yeah. Whether that's time or space or both, like how big everything else is and like how little how like extremely infinitesimally small of an amount that like we can understand. And yeah. I just I just love that. Like to know it's kinda depressing, but it's like illuminating at the same time. Like we'll never know even a fraction of what's out there. And I think that's good. You know?
1: I think it's definitely for the better.
0: <laughs> yeah. Because, like, just like Dave uh, at the end, like, he's, like, screaming because he can't even look at what he can't understand, you know? Yeah. Uh, But, yeah. Yep. But anyway, so the and, the visual director... And that's
1: all for 2001 <laughs> Space Odyssey, folks. Thanks for joining us. Uh,
0: Trumbull, the, Douglas Trumbull, that supervisors, uh, he asked Malik, he's like, why don't we, why, why not do it the old way, the way we did it in 2001? And I'm sure Malik said, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cause I mean, who wouldn't want to do something like 2001 if they could actually do it and pull it off? Uh, and I think Malik does.
1: Uh, I think he does too. And I, th- and I'm trying to think, is it, is it, po- I mean, like it obviously is possible to be, to really like 2001 and not even know if you like The Tree of Life?
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, they're not the same movie. They're different, you know? I think they cover similar themes, but you definitely don't have to like one and uh like the other as well. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But so that, that Trumbull, the, the visual effects supervisor for this movie was actually Don Glass, or Dan Glass, sorry. But Trumbull worked with him.
1: I'm sure he's so upset (laughs) listening to this right now.
0: I know. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. (laughs) Uh, So Trump will work with him. But an interesting part is he used – he says, we worked with chemicals, paint, fluorescent dyes, smoke, liquids, CO2, flares, spin dishes, fluid dynamics, lighting, and high-speed photography. Uh, And that's how they did a lot of this stuff for the expansion of the universe and origin of the universe stuff was, like, all, like, visual – Practical effects, because would they
1: do the dinosaurs. Well,
0: that was obviously CGI. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he did that with uh, spin dishes and uh, fluorescent dyes. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, he said um, he liked the way those looked as opposed to like CGIing those things, which I think they look pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, I all all of those scenes were. I, I can't say a bad thing about any shot in this movie. <laughs> Honestly. Like, there was not a shot in this movie that I didn't like. I think all the scenes were done so awesome. Um, done so awesomely. Done so great. <laughs> they were all awesome. Uh, Good thing you uh, I'm just write, losing words write sentences
0: for a living, Ty. <laughs>
1: hey, <laughs> at least I don't speak sentences for a living.
0: Uh, valid point. You <laughs> made me lose my train of thought.
1: Oh, what I was saying. Yeah, like, all of that. It was also cool. Um, but it was like, it. maybe it's just me, too. But, like, it took it took my like my brain was like constantly catching up with this movie yeah oh yeah and maybe that's what they were going for
0: i think i think uh, in part yeah but
1: yeah like they only show two dinosaurs right in this whole entire thing i wanted to ask you what you got oh yeah we're getting in we're getting into (laughs) it now and then like that was it and i was like we're back in texas i was like what
0: yeah i wanted to ask you what you thought about that what did you get out of that dinosaur scene with the dinosaur like sleeping on the oh, by the river. A whole lot of disappointment. <laughs> really? <laughs> no.
1: No. <laughs> I thought it was like a really cool scene. It was it showed like um it's it's not your it's not your average dinosaur scene. So it was it was very uh peaceful. Yeah. You know. And, and you think about you think about those you think about like prehistoric times and dinosaurs is just like violent chaos always. Yeah. So I think it was like really interesting to show, to to put that piece of the puzzle in the movie, but show like a side that you know you usually don't think of, and that's like a really serene shot by the creek or river or whatever it was, um, surrounded by mountains, and there's like two velociraptors that aren't tearing each other apart.
0: Well, the one's not a Very velociraptor. Nice. The one's uh,
1: okay. Like a, all right, Ryan. It's a Sorry. it's a
0: her it's an herbivore. Ross. Uh, you can tell it's not a meat eater. It's not built like a meat eater. That's why. So (laughs) I I think I just want like, I haven't
1: studied dinosaurs since like fourth grade. (laughs) All right. I'm just saying
0: it's, (laughs) (laughs) it's apparent that that one is in the weaker position. You know, he doesn't try to get up and fight. And I think that like, I saw that scene as showing like grace and nature have always been the two paths. Uh, the little dinosaur on the ground, uh, exemplifies grace. Well, the, like, Velociraptor or whatever that other one was exemplifies nature. The little one on the grounds, uh, he takes, he takes his, uh, whatever, takes his punishment or whatever. He doesn't try to fight back. Um, and then, uh, the other one does what it wants and, like, puts its foot on the other one's head and, like, takes what, even though it doesn't kill the other dinosaur, the little one, it takes what it wants and does what it wants. And I just thought that was really interesting like the struggle has always been there between those two forces. And right. like and I guess it shows like like I immediately felt empathy for that little dinosaur. And Oh yeah, and, I did too. Like that scene to me was like I don't know how to phrase it. Showed that it was it wasn't the big universe shots but in the same way, it showed like how small, in terms of time, how small we are. Like this, this yeah. struggle has always been going on, and there's always people uh, getting good people or <laughs> good dinosaurs getting uh, <laughs> getting bad things or getting the possibility of bad things happening to good beings, and why we shouldn't feel bad for ourselves because we're not the only ones being treated poorly or misfortune befalls. Only us, you know, and and, and it, it
1: goes back to the point of like, just it kind of takes all kinds, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Which is sure.
1: the I mean, the grace in nature that that exemplifies it perfectly. I mean, that's what it is. But um, I see what you're saying about like the dinosaur scene. I, I guess I didn't think into it that deeply. You know what I mean? Because you see a dinosaur scene in, or like you see two dinosaurs and you're like. Let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah. I was and
0: afraid that one was gonna tear the other one apart. But <laughs>
1: um but no, it's it, like I said, it's like a different it's like a different detail that you don't see when you're presented with those um beasts. Yeah. And it was kind of cool, but it was also kind of confusing, which just <laughs> makes it normal for the whole, ins- <laughs> whole experience.
0: You know, I respect your opinion, Ty and on that note i think uh you have anything else ty i I don't (laughs) right all right i think we'll wrap it up then all
1: right so where can people where can people uh find us at
0: so uh well
1: i mean maybe that should be the ending thing people have already found us if they're listening to us right now (laughs) that's true
0: (laughs) uh if you want us to Buddy the Waters more, uh, you can find us, Roll It, a, po- a movie podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcast, and uh, please subscribe or put us in your favorites list or whatever you do on whatever app you listen to us on.
1: Or at least just pray for us, because I'm going to be confused for days now.
0: <laughs> yeah, pray for us. Uh, or, and then you can uh, contact us. Where can they contact us at, Ty? Uh,
1: you can send your prayer request to rollitpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your feedback for real. Um, and any movie suggestions, anything that we could do better, anything you want to, you know, do- anything that we should dive deeper into or not as much. Um, we really just welcome, welcome all comments and feedback and critiques. Um, and if you want to stay connected with us on social media, Um, hit us with the hit us with the ads or the mentions or what are they called accounts ads
0: isn't it the at at roll a podcast just that's it
1: that's where that's (laughs) what it is on twitter and instagram baby
0: and then if you want to do more you can head over to apple podcasts and give us a review uh we'd really appreciate it let us know what you think for sure and uh that wraps us up for this week i think ty right
1: yeah, it's been real it's been fun it hasn't been real fun
0: oh, i think it's been real fun uh to <laughs> quote uh mrs o'brien the only way to be happy is to love remember that this week as you go through your lives
1: stay positive everybody All right. Bye. <laughs>
0: see you next week